there. Welcome back to Legal Mumbo Jumbo with Houston Divorce and Family Law Attorney Ashley Nicole Green. This is a 10 to 15 minute session where she will discuss frequently asked questions and or provide you with some good old information on how to navigate through those areas. So let's get started with some Legal Mumbo Jumbo. Hey guys, welcome back to season three of Legal Mumbo Jumbo episode number six. My name is Ashley Nicole Green. I'm a family law and divorce attorney here in the Houston surrounding areas, and I'm back on the mic at the end of the month instead of the beginning to talk about some of my favorite client successes and wins and their journey to freedom. So as I mentioned, I thank you all for bearing with me. It's the end of the month, and I try to get these out at the beginning of the month. But if your August has been anything like my August, then I think you know um, the reason why is because I was going crazy and my schedule was just jam-packed and crazy busy. But the kiddos are back in school, so yay to that. Um, we're kind of going into um, hopefully some cooler weather as we approach the fall season. I know right now it's super hot in Texas, especially in Houston, um, but I'm hoping that we'll have some cooler weather coming here soon and things will get a little bit easier um, on us for our day-to-day. But um, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into story time. Today, I'm going to talk about a client who I'll name for the purposes of confidentiality. His name will be George. Um, however, if he listens to this, as I always mention, he'll know exactly who he is. Um, but for the purposes throughout this, I'll refer to him as George. So um, actually, George is a client of mine who we just um, went to court on today, the same day I'm recording this. Um, and so I'm super excited. It's like fresh. It's in my mind. Um, and it's definitely a um, success and a journey to freedom moment. And so starting off, um, George is actually a client of mine who actually resides in a different state, that state being um California, and he hired me after um, the child, um, he had a, he has a son, and the child, his son, and the child's mother were um, living in Texas. Um, before mom had the baby, they were all living, uh, him and her were living in California. Right before she did, decided to have the baby, she moved to Texas, and um, once the baby came, there were some hiccups and things like that leading up to the baby um, being born. There was also some hiccups. But for the first four months or so of baby's life, George was able to see the baby. Um, she traveled up to California um, once. He traveled to Houston. They had some plans to schedule some other, um, you know, visits going forward. But then um, out of nowhere, she just stopped the visits. And said, nope, you're not going to be able to see him anymore. That included like video calls that included all nine yards, just like completely disappeared off the record. So he decided to hire us um, and we jumped on the case. We were able to locate where she was here in Houston because the time that he came to visit her while she was here, she actually had relocated from that residence to a different residence and she would not provide that information to him. And so um, four months by the time he contacted us, it had been almost four months since he, since he had seen his little boy. And he was just kind of, you know, beat down and, you know, just still, though, optimistic about the possibility of having a relationship with his son and seeing his son again. 
And so we were able to locate her. We got her served. And she hired an attorney pretty quickly after being served. And when her attorney came onto the case, we scheduled mediation. As I mentioned, this month has just been crazy. And so um, September really is no different. <laughs> um, and so we started this process uh, at the beginning of August. But um, trying to coordinate our schedule with the mediator schedule, with the opposing counsel schedule, it did not happen. Um, it wasn't going to happen until like mid end, almost um Almost mid, but really so more so end of September was their scheduled mediation. And I was just like, oh, my goodness, like that's such a long time for him to go an additional time to not see his child. And so we did have our temporary orders hearing scheduled. Um, it was actually scheduled for today. And I said, um, you know what, I'm not going to cancel that court hearing until I know that my client has some interim orders, some, you know, ability to see his son leading into mediation because I don't want to go to mediation, right? And him not have any like recent visits with his son. And so we went back and I kid you not, like almost three, maybe four weeks of back and forth counter proposals and us sending something back and them not agreeing. Um, it started off first, you know, with us obviously wanting, you know, best case scenario, he gets them for um, the full weekend. She said no, she didn't want overnight. So we're like, okay, fine, we'll do daytime only for a few hours. Um, she came back and said okay to the time, but then said she wanted to supervise it. And we were like, okay, this isn't really going anywhere, right? And and then to make matters worse, um, she threw in that my client had. Um, you know, allegedly assaulted her during the relationship and all this other stuff. So I was just like, you know what, we'll just go to court at this point. So today was the day we went to court. And of course, my client's there and he's, you know, um, nervous, but also kind of like hopeful and excited that he may have the possibility to see his son today for the first time in almost literally five months. And so, um, while we were waiting, you know, we had to wait for hours before we got called in. Um, he told me, you know, Ashley, um, I'm really hoping today I get to see my son and, you know, I'm really hoping. And he kind of was sharing with me his process of trying to find an attorney. And he said, you know, I called around to a few handful of different attorneys, but I decided to go with you because I knew after just speaking with you for 15 minutes that um, I was going to be more than just a number and that I was going to be able to really have someone advocate on my behalf that was going to push me being able to have a relationship with my son irrespective of you know the other party not wanting that and so you know of course that puts a little bit more pressure on me <laughs> no it really didn't but um it was it was nice to hear that and I always love when clients share that kind of stuff with me because it really gives me the motivation and it keeps me focused and lasered in on the day to day because baby law can really like drag you down. Um, and so those moments that clients share with me really, really mean a lot to me. And so, um, I thanked him. Obviously we went into the hearing and in the end, um, my client was able to see his son today. He gets to pick him up tomorrow. Um, he gets to see him, you know, a few more times before mediation on September, in September. And, um, 
I'm just so, so excited for him. And I want to share with you guys um, also, you know, I, I kind of got emotional and I think he did too. Um, we spoke right before he picked up the um, little boy after court um, and he was, he got there early. And so we just kind of chatted a little bit and um, you could hear it in his voice, you know, that he was just so excited for him to be there. And then he called me once he had him in the car and he was just like, Oh my God, Ash, this is real, right? Like I got him. And, um, I just knew in that moment that, um, I fought a good fight for somebody that really, really deserved it, right? Um, and for him, his freedom is being able to finally have that relationship with his son that he had been fighting for, um, for the last few months and was just kind of ignored and not valued and re- really treated like a second class parent solely because he was a father. Um, a lot of you who have been listening to me for a while know that I represent um, a good amount of male clients. Um, obviously, we represent a lot of female clients as well. We don't discriminate. <laughs> um, but the male clients that do come to me, you know, usually they find me or they decide to come to me because they have looked and they have tried to find someone that's going to advocate for them and they haven't been able to. Um, and I could say probably the same for my female clients, you know, I think it really is important for those uh, that are going through cases, family law cases, especially to find an attorney that fits what you're looking for. You know, sometimes having the best ratings, sometimes having, you know, um, all the acclimates, always having, you know, the certifications, having this and having that, it doesn't always matter when it comes down to it if that person isn't going to put they're all into fighting and advocating for what is in the child's best interest. And of course, you know, um, what it is that you're requesting as long as it's legal. And so um, I just wanted to stop and encourage those of you who are going through this to really start there, you know, um, start with someone that practices family law first, <laughs> make sure that that's their area of practice. Um, and then second, make sure that it's someone that's aligned with the goals that you're wanting for your case and the outcome of your case. Um, and that's in line with just like your morals and your values. That's really, really important. Um, I think as far as having someone to advocate on your behalf, but, um, I'm going to share this saying with you all that the judge said um, at the end of the hearing, towards the end of the hearing. And I really think that it's probably the most profound thing I've heard from a family law judge in a long time. And I really give this judge kudos and this court kudos in general, because I, I really think that they step back and they look at big picture um, in the cases that are presented to them. And so um, I'm going to read it now. So judge stated, um, mom, uh, mom didn't come home with a manual on how to care or raise this child. And dad won't have one today, but he will be seeing his child today. That gave me chills. And even reading it to you all gave me chills. Um, and so I'm going to leave you all with that, that. You know, throughout life, we don't have a manual on how we're supposed to raise kids or what we're supposed to look like or, you know, what we're not supposed to do or what we're supposed to do. But all you can do is do your best and put your best foot forward every day. Um, and so I encourage you to do that. Give yourself grace. We're only human. We're going to make mistakes. Um, but make sure that you apologize during those times that you fell. 
um, you give your child the ability to understand that you are human, um, but recognize that they have feelings too and that at times when you may hurt their feelings or you may say things or you may do things or you may not give them the attention that they need, that you pause and you reflect and you correct it in that moment and hopefully um, you're cognitive of it in the future and you don't continue to make that a habit. So with that being said, if you're in need of a family law attorney or if you're going through something like George was, um, and you want someone to advocate on your behalf, please feel free to reach out to my office. I would love to chat with you to see if I am a good fit for you and see if we're able to assist you with your family law needs. I'll leave the information in the show notes on how to get in contact with my office. Um, you can find us obviously online as well, but I will also leave that information in the show notes. So until next time, you guys take care and bye for now.